morning and welcome to the Dance to Learn podcast where I help dance teachers and studio owners dance, learn, and grow right along with your students. I'm your host, Jessica Strong, and I'm the creative director and owner of Dance to Learn. In today's episode, I wanted to share some teacher hacks that I've discovered on TikTok that I thought were brilliant and should be applied into our dance classes. Good morning, dance teachers and studio owners. Happy Tuesday and welcome to another episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. Today's episode is a series that I've started on the podcast where I share teacher hacks that I've learned from social media and from classroom teachers who share their ideas with others. Now there is a whole community of teachers on TikTok sharing their classroom management tips, tricks, and hacks. And let me tell you something, if you are not following these trends, I'd advise that you get on the Teach Talk train. There are some fantastic resources on TikTok for teachers. And today I am sharing five more hacks that I found that I think we should all be incorporating into our dance classes. So today our first teacher tip comes from the username at Toolbox Teachers. Now this account shares a book suggestion for setting classroom expectations and rules. And the book is called What If Everybody Did That by Ellen Javernick. And I've linked the book in today's podcast description for you. And it's a book that places kids in different situations. For example, a child wants to run with a shopping cart through the grocery store. An adult asks him, what if everybody did that? And it has a picture of some different scenarios. And the book also allows the kids to come up with their own scenarios for what could happen if everybody did that. So how can we apply this into our dance classes? What I would probably do is read the story at your very first class of the session as a fun welcome book and to discuss your classroom expectations. This way you can return to the book throughout the dance year. Anytime somebody may be doing something that doesn't fall in line with your classroom expectations, let's say they're hanging on a ballet bar, for example, you can stop and say, what if everybody did that? Or if a child is running around the room, what if everybody did that? By applying the phrase, they will remember the book. And I would also suggest keeping the book on hand in case the kids need to be reminded throughout the year. All right, my second teacher tip comes from the TikTok account, Havenly, H-A-V-E-N-L-Y underscore elementary. And this is a great idea for class transitions. Now what she has done is purchased a five piece doorbell system off Amazon. And I have linked one for you in today's podcast episode in the description. And what she did is set each doorbell to a different sound. And this way, when the kids hear that sound, they have to perform a certain task. So how can we apply this into our dance classes? 
What I would do is assign a task for each sound that the dancers must perform as a transition during different parts of class. So for example, one bell makes a sound, which means that dancers need to line up to go across the floor, or it's time to leave, it's time to get ready to leave the classroom. Maybe another bell makes a sound for dancers to sit down. Another one makes a sound that means they should stand up. And maybe the last bell makes a sound, which means that dancers should freeze. I just thought that this was a really fun and interesting way to get the attention of your dancers, especially those auditory learners who need audio signals throughout class. All right, my third teacher tip today comes from the account Mr.Coach underscore CJ. And I thought this was a great idea for behavior management. So Coach CJ has a classroom bingo chart and his charts are numbered 1 to 100. Each day the kids earn two tallies on their bingo charts. Now if they are disruptive or if he has to ask them to focus more than once, they lose a tally. If they continue to be disruptive, they lose both tallies. Once they earn five numbers in a row, they have a bingo and they earn a reward. So this is really a behavioral management system. How can we apply this to our dance classes? So I think that this would be a really great way to track different things. I was thinking dancer attendance would be great to track in this way, as well as even dancer dress code. Now for these two things, I probably wouldn't do numbers one through 100. What I would do instead is for attendance, I would create a calendar system. So for example, if I want to inspire all of my dancers to attend class six weeks in a row, then they get an award. And for dress code, that might be tracked in a different type of a chart where maybe we would have everything they need to wear on a chart like hair and bun, pink tights, leotard, ballet slippers, if it's a ballet class. And then the chart would repeat for however many weeks that you'd like your entire class to be in dress code compliance. And then when they are in compliance for all four weeks or five weeks, however long you, you would like to see them in dress code, then the class gets an award. And awards for your dancers could be different things such as freeze dance at the end of class, uh, creating their own dance in groups. I know my kids love doing that. Um, a free dress day. So if they wear their dress code for six weeks, then they can wear whatever they want for one day. It can be crazy dance day. <laughs> um, or you can allow each child to create the combinations during class. That's also something my kids really love doing. But just make sure that whatever the awards are, they are something fun that will motivate and inspire your kiddos to earn their class bingos. What I really like about this idea is that it holds the entire class accountable and doesn't focus on the behaviors of one individual. Okay, so our next teacher tip, this is our fourth teacher tip, comes from the account Move Mountains Kinder. And this account suggests a reward system called bucket fillers. And each child has their own bucket. And as the instructor sees them being bucket fillers throughout 
the day, this is any action that would constitute a good behavior, then they get to drop pom-poms in their buckets and they can save their pom-poms or cash them out for rewards throughout the school year. So how can we apply this in our dance classes? I actually really love this idea as, a, as an award system, especially if you are a studio that sells merchandise. I think you could tie this right back into your merchandise sales. So what I would do is I would price items in your dance store with both dollar signs as well as maybe pom-poms. How many pom-poms do I need to get this bag or whatever it is that the kids want? And then this way the kids can use their pom-poms or whatever you give them in their buckets uh, for, for cash. So for example, maybe five pom-poms equals $1. You can really put whatever value on the pom-poms that you want. But I would reward students both individually for work well done as well as reward them as a class as a whole. So for example, maybe a child can earn pom-poms for practicing at home or completing a homework assignment on dance history or showing up to class early to stretch. So you can also reward the class as a whole. So for example, the class has perfect attendance for four weeks, so everyone earns 10 pom-poms. Or students can use their pom-poms as cash to apply to your dance store. So this way, they can buy the items that they want. And what I would also do if I were to implement this in my studio is I would make posters around the studio showing the award systems and what different actions will earn them as far as how many pom-poms they earn. This way they know exactly how many pom-poms they can earn for different behaviors. And then when they earn enough points, they can go and buy that cute sweatshirt that they like or the dance bag with their name on it. And they will feel more accountability for their behaviors while in class. And my last teacher tip today comes from the account Magical World of Teaching. And her tip is on the use of hand signals during class. Now, she has little signs for hand signals that she hangs off of her whiteboard and each has a different scenario in her classroom that might cause disruptions. So for example, going to the bathroom, I need a pencil, a water break, tissue, health room, etc. So the kids make the appropriate hand signals signifying what they need and she can address it without disrupting the entire class. Now how can we apply this in our dance classes? What I thought about and what I especially like this idea for is what I call the potty train. And this is what happens in our preschool dance classes, especially when you get one kiddo who says they have to go potty. And before you know it, they all have to go potty. And so I think it would be great if we could train our dancers to use a hand signal. So in the TikTok video, the signal for bathroom was crossing your fingers. Um, but this way, as the teacher, I could see the hand signal without the entire class hearing that magic word, potty. And, you know, I haven't tried this one yet, but I think it is definitely one to put on my list of classroom management tricks to try. I also think that this could work for dancers who need a water break. That's also something that might come up and be disruptive to the class. Give them a hand signal that, you know, hey, I need water. And then this way, 
you can signal to them to go get water without disrupting the entire dance class. But there you guys have it. So I have linked all five of these teacher accounts in today's podcast description as well as the books and other tools that I've mentioned today. But this way you can go check out their Teach Talk accounts for yourself. And let me know if you try any of these hacks in your dance classrooms and how they work out for you. Um, If you have a favorite, let me know which one was your favorite. But be sure to join me in the Preschool Dance Teachers Forum on Facebook to share your thoughts on today's episode. My name is Jessica Strong, and I am your host of the Dance to Learn podcast. Happy dancing. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. If you are loving the podcast, please be sure to subscribe. Also, please leave a five-star review, and I may feature your review in an upcoming episode. Any review I do feature will receive a $10 Amazon gift card to spend in your studio. Have a wonderful week, and I hope you continue to dance, learn, and grow. Bye.